Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. We've got the biggest decisions for the Dodgers this offseason coming up in just a second. But quick reminder for our latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, some of your takes down below in the comments section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. How do you think these decisions will play out? Will the Dodgers resign? trade Turner will Clayton Kershaw return to LA will they extend the qualifying offer to Tyler Anderson I want all your takes and all these big decisions down below in the comments section and for all latest Dodgers news head over to DodgersNation.com so the Dodgers have some big decisions to make this offseason. Look, anytime you have a historic regular season where you finish with a franchise record 111 wins, where you finish with a plus 334 run differential, you have the best pitching, the best offense in the league, only to win one postseason game and get eliminated by the team that you tormented all season long. The team that you went 14-5 and against and get eliminated by the Padres, a team that you tormented all season long. LA went 14 and 5 against San Diego in the regular season. They won the NL West by 22 games and they go down without much of a fight in that first round. So I think when you consider that, I think the Dodgers are definitely going to take a hard look at everything and evaluate every single decision they have whereas let's say they had coasted to the World Series. Let's say they had won the World Series and some of these guys had stepped up. The Justin Turners, the Cody Bellingers, the Clayton Kershaws. Maybe you say hey, let's just run this thing back because we've seen the success. We've reached the mountaintop, but that wasn't the case. So I think the Dodgers are definitely going to take a hard look at every single decision they have this offseason. I think the first big one they have is whether or not they're going to pick up that $16 million club option of Justin Turner. So the Dodgers, they hold a $16 million club option. It has a $2 million buyout attached to it. And if you look at Justin Turner, he has been a rock for this Dodgers organization. He has been the clubhouse leader for many, many years, nine years already now in Los Angeles. And he's been one of the great success stories in Major League Baseball over the last decade. Look, the Mets gave up on him. They non-tendered him. And then he turned himself into a multi-time all-star with the Los Angeles Dodgers, a guy that has developed a reputation for coming through in the postseason. His home run off of John Lackey in Game 2 of the 2017 NLCS is one of the greatest home runs in Dodger history. It was their first walk-off home run in the postseason since Kirk Gibson in 88, and it came on that same day. So for me, there's no question. Justin Turner has etched himself into Dodgers lore forever, but, you know, I bring my facts to the fight. In the past two postseasons, we haven't seen that same red October. That postseason magic hasn't quite been there for JT. In the last two postseasons, 2021 and 2022, JT's gone a combined 6 for 47 and has hit one 
27. Now, he did get injured in the Giants series in 2021, but this season, he wasn't very good. He had a lot of opportunities to come through with runners in scoring position, and he looked overmatched by high-velocity pitching. That's one thing I worry about. If you look at his year as a whole, he had 278, had a 788 OPS, hit 13 home runs, was still an above-average bat, was also great with runners in scoring position, had a 1,007 OPS, 11 doubles, six home runs. He was one of the best hitters in the second half of the season post the All-Star break. He had a 319 batting average. That was the seventh highest in Major League Baseball. But you look at that B-War sitting at 1.9. Major League teams right now are paying around $9 million for two war. And he's basically a below two war player that is set to make $16 million if the Dodgers do pick up that club option. Now, of course, the Dodgers could not pick up that option as a $2 million buyout, and they could try to sign him to a lesser contract. But if you look at his age, he is going to turn 38 in November. So me knowing the Dodgers like I do, my guess would be that LA would rather pick up that club option than sign him to a multi-year deal. Because it's always about the years for the Dodgers, not always about the money. But JT, he was on Rogan and Ronnie today on AM570, and he talked about his future with the Dodgers and if there had been any discussions about picking up that club option. And here's what JT had to say. Uh, They have not. So uh, I don't really, I'm kind of in limbo right now, just waiting to see what happens. I know, I think they have five days after the World Series ends to make that decision, and uh, I haven't heard a whole lot yet, so um, I'm not really sure. It'd be great to end my career as a Dodger, but um, you know, things don't always go as as planned, and we don't know what's going to happen. So it'll be very interesting to see if the Dodgers pick up Justin Turner's club option because, look, they do have options at third base. Max Muncy, he was pretty much the everyday third baseman from August on. Then you have Miguel Vargas, a guy that they have a lot of faith in. They're very high on him, and he's going to get his opportunity. And if you look at Justin Turner, do you see him as a true DH? I mean, he's definitely not, but he can still be a very productive hitter in the regular season. That's what the numbers tell us about the past few years. But I think if you're the Dodgers, one thing you want to consider is, do you still want Justin Turner to be that guy in this Dodgers clubhouse? Do you still want him to be the unofficial captain of the team? Do you still think that his voice is resonating with the younger players? If you believe that, then I think you bring him back. If you want to go in a different direction and change the chemistry, change the nucleus, then I think maybe you don't pick up that club option. So I think with Justin Turner and the Dodgers, it's more more philosophical than financial and I do think at the end of the day this organization they really value what he brings to this team and I could definitely see them picking that club option up now the next big decision is about Cody Bellinger will the Dodgers non-tender Cody Bellinger he's projected to make 18.1 million dollars next season and I don't care how good his defense is he is not good enough at the plate to justify that kind of payday if you look at his numbers since the start of of the 2020 season up until 2022 he has statistically been one of the worst bats in all of major league baseball this is how he ranks with players with a minimum of 1,000 plate appearances since the start of the 2022 season his 203 batting average is 158 out of 160 his 648 ops is 155 out of 160 his 78 wrc plus is 156 out of 160 so 
at the plate when it comes to offensive production. He's been 22% below league average in that span. His 2.1 F4 ranks 141st out of 160. So he's a little higher in that regard because of his defense. But if you look at those numbers, that does not justify a contract of that magnitude. I think the Dodgers have given Cody Bellinger numerous opportunities to figure things out. I think they gave him a good enough runway in the 2022 season. And he just was not able to get it done and prove that he can consistently produce at the plate to be a part of their plans long term. So I do think there is a chance they do non-tender Cody Bellinger. I do think it makes a lot of sense, especially when you consider the fact you have other guys that can play center field. I'm not completely sold on Trace Thompson, but he's still under team control for another couple of seasons. And the Dodgers, they started him over Belly multiple times in the NLDS. And that's when I knew that it was the beginning of the end for Cody Bellinger with the Dodgers. When they did not start him against a right-handed pitcher, that's when I started to fear that his time in Dodger Blue could be coming to an end. There's also Chris Taylor, who they signed to that four-year $60 million contract last season. We saw what James Altman was able to do in his limited opportunities in the show this season. They could go out there and sign another outfielder. I've been talking about Brandon Nimmo for the last couple of months now as a potential replacement. So there are some options out there. Of course, there's the big, big fish and Aaron Judge and what they could do with him and Mookie Betts. But there are definitely some guys that can play center field in place of Cody Bellinger. And can they play it as well as Cody Bellinger defensively? Absolutely not. But when you consider how inept he's been at the plate, I think it might be time for the Dodgers to move on. Now, will he be back in Dodger blue? It's almost the same conversation as it is with Justin Turner. If they feel like he brings enough to the team, it's still a one-year contract. Remember, it's not about the years with LA. They don't have to commit long-term. Maybe they do bring him back and try to make things work, or you try to sign him to a lesser deal or offer him a discounted rate. So it is a possibility, but I think he's a guy that would benefit from a change of scenery. Now, the next big question is, will the Dodgers pay Trey Turner? Will Trey Turner be back in Dodger blue? Well, first, let's take a quick look at his 2022 season. He ended up slashing 298, 343, 466. He finished with a 6.3 F4, and he wasn't as good in 2022 as he was in 2021. He had 21 home runs last year compared to 28 in the previous season. The power numbers were a little down. His on-base percentage was down. And I think the key issue for Trey Turner is you saw that chase increase throughout the season. You saw his kryptonite was that breaking ball low in a way he was offering at pitches outside of the zone, and he whipped at over 70% of them. So that's something that could be corrected. But if I'm Trey Turner, I would have stuck to the approach that had me as one of the top 10 players in all of Major League Baseball. If you look at his WRC Plus in 2021, it was at 142. Last season, not a massive drop-off, but down to 128. So he still is one of the most dynamic players in the league. I still think there's teams out there that are going to want to give him a contract in the $300 million range. And I also think he did answer some questions in the postseason. He posted an 11-11 OPS with two home runs after coming into that postseason with a career 561 OPS. He did have some bad at-bats in key situations, and also that error in Game 2 really cost the Dodgers. And I think his defense definitely got exposed a little this season. I think at best, he is an average shortstop that will probably play the position for another three to five seasons, but he's not going to be your shortstop for the next decade. So I do anticipate he moves to second base where he wasn't very good with the Dodgers defensively when he was reacclimating that position in 2021. 
one or maybe goes back to the outfield, but still a marquee player. But will the Dodgers sign him? Will they want to give him that big bag? Well, it's a big question because they did offer Corey Seager $290 million before he signed with the Rangers for $325 million. They offered him a $250 million extension before the start of the 2021 season, but they didn't offer that same courtesy to Trey Turner. There was no extension talk. So it does feel like there's not a lot of buzz between the Dodgers and Trey Turner. And I do think if they ultimately were to sign him, they would have to overpay to keep him from playing with an East Coast team because those rumors there, he's tried to debunk them, but based on people you talk to, it still appears that he favors some of those East Coast teams. So maybe he ends up in the NL East. Maybe the Braves or the Phillies are a team like that. But that definitely is a big question. And then another big question is if they don't sign him, who is the opening day shortstop for the Dodgers in 2023? Do they just simply slide over Gavin Lux to shortstop? Do they trade for a Willie Adamas or a Tim Anderson? Do they try to sign a Carlos Correa or a Xander Bogarts or a Dansby Swanson? Do they get desperate, have Chris Taylor play some shorts? So there definitely is options out there. We're going to do deeper dives on all these topics, but just so you know, all the big decisions in one video, we're rolling with it like this in this quick hitter style. Now, next big question is, will the Dodgers re-sign Clayton Kershaw? So Kershaw, he told reporters that he does want to come back, but that could change after he spends a month being a dad back in Texas. So it's basically Deja Dodger Blue. It's very reminiscent of last season when all the talk was about whether or not Kershaw would come back to the Dodgers, sign with the Rangers, or retire. Well, he did pitch very well last season. He had a 2-2-8 ERA in 126 and a third innings, 137 punch outs to 23 walks, allowed 10 home runs, had a 3.8 F4. And the thing with Kershaw is you're not going to see a lot of innings out of him. He's not going to give you 30 starts. He hasn't pitched more than 130 innings in the past two seasons. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. He has missed significant time due to back injuries, but when he's out there on the mound, he can still be effective. That slider is still one of the best in the game. He's still pristine with his command. He had a 4.7 walk rate through 68% strike. So as long as he's healthy, he can be effective. And I do think he'll be back with the Dodgers. And I don't think it'll be on a $17 million contract like last season because he was injured at the end of the 2021 season. I think you'll see something in the 22 to $25 million range with escalators, or maybe he does sign another team-friendly contract because the guy has already made $268.6 million in his career with LA. Look, you can buy a lot of Skechers and ping pong tables with that kind of money. So maybe he's fine financially and is not worrying about it, or maybe you have an option in there. He does sign a multi-year deal because he is at 2,807 strikeouts, close enough to 3,000 
thousand. Where if you're Clayton Kershaw, you gotta go for it. Look what Pujols did last year with the seven hundred home runs. Look, get to that three thousand strikeout mark. It's just gonna look great on that Cooperstown resume where you're a lot to be a first bout Hall of Famer. So I hope he plays a couple more seasons. But uh, next big question, of course, is about Tyler Anderson. Will the Dodgers extend the qualifying offer to TA, which is at $19.65 million? I think they absolutely will. And maybe they sign to a multi-year contract. They've already suggested a three-year, $42 million contract. I could see them going larger than that because of his stuff, because of his dependability, his injury history. Hopefully they lock him up. And then a little bonus one, while they're trying to fortify this rotation, maybe they try to get Julio Urias to sign a contract extension. He has one more year of club control. Maybe they slide over an offer that's at five years, 100 plus million, maybe $115 million, and they lock up Julio or maybe even Walker Bueller. So there's a lot of decisions this offseason. And then, of course, there's going to be trades. There's going to be some big free agent signings. Will they be involved with Aaron Judge or Carlos Correa or Xander Bogarts or Dansby Swanson or any of these big names available. Will they look to trade for their stars and their upgrades this offseason? I dropped the one today about Willie Adamas and Corbin Burns. I have some other ones I want to get into too with Tim Anderson, some other pitchers and shortstops around the league and other impact guys. So lots of questions this offseason. We're going to do deep dives on all these topics all offseason long. But let me know down below in the comment section. How will these decisions play out this offseason? What should the Dodgers do? I want to know from you. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. 